Lang Podcast. We hope this message encourages and inspires you today. My name is Carlos Santos, like Pastor Ariel talked, uh, introduced me a while ago. I'm one of your pastors. I'm your very own kids pastor here. And we're going to be talking about prophecy. Can you say that with me? Prophecy. Prophecy. Wow, big word today. Prophecy. Well, basically, prophecy is whenever we're coming to God, we need usually a mediator. In the old times, you'd have a priest or a prophet. A priest represents the people to God. A prophet represents God to the people. Okay? And we're gonna, there's a lot of discussion and a lot of the things that the Bible says about being a prophet. How, how many here wants to be a prophet? No? no that? Who wants to have prophet? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you want to be able to hear from God, right? Basically, there's a lot of discussion about that, but it's, it's a reflection of our relationship with God that when we speak to God, we have a God that listens. Okay, that's what a priest does. Now, a prophet shows us that when we listen to God, we have a God who speaks, right? Or, or no, maybe when God speaks, we should be listening, right? We, we know we ought to be listening. So we have this relationship with our God is not a distant God. Are you sold out on that? Do you know that that's God, that God is right here involved with every part of our lives? That's why prophecy is so important. Because right now, people are asking, where is God? Is he speaking to me? When the whole world is telling me, oh, you're, you're no good for nothing. Oh, you've lost your job, Walana. There's nothing that's going to happen to you. You've lost your family. You're just broken forever. That's what the world is telling us. We need a God who speaks to us. That's why we're talking about prophecy today. And I want, my heart is this. My heart is that every single one of us leaves this place knowing, this is my prayer, that because of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, every believer, can you point to yourself and say every believer? Every believer, if that's you. Every believer has been won, has been bought for, and given an intimate, in, no, not just intimate, intensely intimate relationship with God. We can, he shares His Holy Spirit with us. He shares His wisdom with us so that we can share His Word to the world. So you ready? Okay, you ready to delve, dive into this? We're going to be talking about this right now. So I have a question for all of you. Uh, I usually like you guys to talk to one another, but we can't do that right now, right? Okay? In your homes, you can talk with your family about this. But my question to you now is, have you ever been in love? <laughs> what? Think about that. Have you ever been in love? Your eyes are going, oh, wistfully. Discuss that with yourself. Remember, remember the time when you were in love? What was that like for you? Were you, you know, eye, doe-eyed looking at that person? Parang, uh, you can't do that now with a face mask, right? But your eyes can speak volumes. Uh, and you're, you're hanging on every word, every detail, everything that that person is saying. Parang, you know it. You know that she likes lemons with her sandwiches, or he likes putting hot sauce in everything. It's a milkshake, hot sauce, whatever. Whatever detail, you are focused on that person you're in love with. Right? Can you just go like this? If you remember, you remember, right? Why ask that question, Pastor? <laughs> what? Because right now people are asking, does God love me? Does he speak to me? 
Is he focused on everything that is happening to me right now? Does he know what's going on in my heart? You know that we constantly underestimate just how close God wants to be with us. Constantly. We always picture him as a distant God. Wala namang pakilam si Lord sa akin. Nasa Diyos ang awas, nasa tao ang gawa. He just lets me do whatever I need to do. And we forget just how intimate he is with us. How we are the apple of his eye. How he knows every number of hair on our heads. Sa akin konti na lang, but yun sa inyo marami. He, has, he knows every number from the tips of our head to the tips of our toes. He knows every detail. Nakatutok sa atin. He is focused on us. God loves us that much. So can we be with God? As before I go into the Word, let's take this first step of this journey of finding out how can we be with God in this thing called prophecy and the prophetic. Well, let me give you this picture. In the olden times, to be with God, people needed a priest. People needed a mediator. They could not come to a holy, perfect God. They, had, they needed something to wipe away their sins. So, If you look at Leviticus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, there are all these commands of God that people have to do to go through just to meet with Him. Let me give you a sample. If, say, my friend Nikki here or my friend Sheila here, we want to go to God, right? We need to sacrifice something. We need to get a bull. Let me just get this. I'm going to go kids' church on you guys. For instance, this is a bull or, or some kind of, uh, for, the, for the, the whole people, we need a bull. And the priest has to sacrifice this bull. Cut him open right there. Kill him right there at the temple. Right there. Get the blood and sprinkle it all over the altar. You know, putting on any horns, putting all that before. put. And then with the slaughtered animal, he has to take out the liver and the kidneys, these things that are considered impure, and put on the altar and burnt. That's one sacrifice for the people. Now, if there's a personal, per, uh, somebody who wants to go to God, the priest will have to do that for you personally. I'll do that for you, bro. I'll take a, uh, I'll take a, a, a ram or a goat. You know, unblemished, do the same thing. Slaughter him right there. Siguro pagalingan sila ng pagslaughter. How many bulls can you kill in one stroke? I don't know. But he was doing that. They slaughter the animal, take out the entrails, sprinkle the blood, burn. Okay? That's the, that's the burnt offering. Okay, for our guilt. Now after that, we have, they have to declare how pure and perfect God is by sacrificing a peace offering. That could be grain, that could be a lamb, something unblemished. Once again, and do the same thing. Wow, napagod ako just doing that. <laughs> Can you imagine the things you have to do just to speak to God? Was God a sadist? That you have to go through all these things just to be with me. Picture what it's like. How would it be like? Talking to your father or your spouse. Imagine if we had to do that today. I can very easily imagine that with my wife sometimes. Like, I don't know if I did something wrong. But, Honey... Please forgive me. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Honey, sige. I'll, I'll get a lamb. Okay. Honey, honey. Okay. Okay, I'll take out the entrails, put them out, clear out, sprinkle the blood over our bed maybe, and, and then finally talk to my wife. When I finally, when I burnt the offering, oh, honey, honey, where do you want to eat? Or where do you want to go? <laughs> Just to talk to my wife. Imagine having to do that. Just to talk with your family, having to go through all that. Just to separate the gap. Wow, what kind of a God was that? I don't think he was a sadist. I don't think he was playing around with people. I think forevermore, these commands, these weren't, these weren't foolish commands that should be set aside. No, these commands will always show, always show 
how perfect our God was, our perfect our God is, how holy He is, how, how without Christ it would be impossible to reach this God. Are you hearing me? It would be impossible to reach this God. And another thing that these laws show us is that we are truly too wretched and wicked for a perfect God like that. You, guys, you know we love you guys, right? As pastors love you. But let me tell you, we're wretched. We're wicked. I like that better than sinful. Sometimes we say, oh, I'm a sinner. Lord, please help me. You know, to, to, pump, to make us feel humble. But really that false humility just pumps us up. Oh, look at me. I'm a humble sinner. No, no, no. We're wretched. We're wicked. We're depraved. Depraved meaning desperately hopeless in our, in our situation, our sinfulness. Nothing we could do to approach this God. So is that clear? That's what they would do before. They'd call that place the meeting place, the temple, the tabernacle. Enter Jesus Christ. The perfect priest to represent us. He knew what we were going through. He knew our, our hunger. He knew he encountered sicknesses and betrayal and abandonment and, and you know, faced, faced like uh, everybody leaving him and even unto death. We can never say, in God would never understand what I'm going through. No, Jesus understood what we were going through. That's why he's the perfect representative, the perfect priest. And of course, being God, he's the perfect prophet. Every word that he has, he even said, I don't say or do anything that my father doesn't say or do. He's the perfect prophet. But get this, he's the perfect sacrifice. Even in all his righteousness, the blood that was necessary, that the Bible even says that, needs, that was needed to, for there to be forgiveness, was his blood. Can you imagine what that has won for us. And if we're talking about, in our way to talking about prophetic, the temple that they had to do all these sin offering, guilt offering, burnt offering, because of Jesus Christ. You know what the Bible says? You know where the temple is where we can come and meet Jesus Christ? Could you once again point to yourself? This is the temple. This is the temple. 1 Corinthians says that. 1 Corinthians 6 clearly says, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You're not your own. You were bought with a price. What kind of price? The, the death, the blood, the life, and death of Jesus Christ. So glorify God in your body. And the New Testament literally explodes with all these other scripture talking about a life in the Spirit. You know, there's Luke 11 saying, you need the Holy Spirit? You know, just ask, who needs the Holy Spirit? Who needs to hear from God? Anybody here? Raise your hands. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You need to hear from God? Just ask God. He said, ask Him and you'll receive. Seek and you shall find. I'm a good father. Romans 8 says, we don't walk by, by words or, or we're not enslaved to fear. We walk by the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 14 talks about all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, you want, you, if you're taking notes, you can list all these down, but there's so many. And God himself promises, I will pour out my spirit to my people, to the prophet Joel. John 15, Jesus says, my spirit will remind you of all truth. Oh, so many, so many. That's why of all these things, I believe there is one passage that the Lord wants us to unpack today. And I ask you all, can we stand? Can we give reverence to God? As today, this is the word that's going to fill us up. 
And this is the word that he's going to speak to us through. It is in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We'll start with verse 9. Okay? You can read it to yourself at home. You can shout it out if you like. Let's go. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. But these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also, no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Get this. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit Himself, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person doesn't accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they're folly to him. And he's not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, thank you that you've accomplished everything that we might be with you to receive your spirit and to hear from you. Holy Spirit, right now, set apart this time. No more fear. No more worry. No more concern. And fill our hearts right now. If you want to join me, why don't you put your hand on your heart. Fill our hearts right now. Only with trust for you. Only with your love to overflowing that we might see who we are in you and who you are through us. This we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We all say, amen, amen. Why don't you take your seat? All right, as we dive into this word, let me just give you a little introduction as why Paul wrote this, started writing this. Because during that time, he was talking to a church na nakagulo. They, they were divisive. They were divided, rather. People were fighting over each other, and they were, they were debating over one another. And, and you know, uh, people were comparing each other to each other. I have better gifts. I prophesy. I speak in tongues. I pray better than you. They were like that. And, and the Jews were one. It started falling into, the, into what really is the salvation of Jesus Christ. That was the debate. The debate. And Jews were asking, show me a sign. Show me, you know, fulfillment of the law. All the signs like, will show that the scripture is pointing to, to, to the, the salvation, our deliverance. And the Greeks were going, no, 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 no. I want you to impress me. Preach to me. Give me a sermon that is amazing. So Paul wrote this and said, you know, I'm not, I don't come to you with my eloquence of words. In fact, he, he mentioned trembling and fear. You know, sometimes I do that when I'm in, in front of this or when I'm in front of the kids. Oh, they're going to like me or they're, they're going to like the word. But I'm not depending on myself and, Paul, and myself. and Paul wasn't depending on himself. He said, I come to you with a demonstration of power and of the Spirit. Later on, and it's starting right now, later on we'll see a demonstration of what the Spirit can do. 
But only two things I want you to know as Paul discusses this with you, with us. Number one is that in Christ, we have every reason to receive God's Spirit. Right? It was already clear to us. I hope it was clear what Christ did for us. But I want you to know that there's no reason you can't receive God's Spirit. There's no reason that you can't be hearing from God. We constantly underestimate how close He wants us to be. As it's written, no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined what God has prepared for those who love Him. This is one of the most misquoted texts also in the Bible. Because when people pray this, they say, ah, you won't know what God has prepared for you. You know, just trust Him and, you know, He'll, he'll always be better. But the context of that verse is saying, but, that's the first word, but these things He shares with us. He reveals to us through the Spirit. He even compares it to, to a man, you know, contrary to proper belief, and proper belief, and I want to believe that I wish there was. There is no Professor X. There is no mutant who can read your mind. Even the Bible says no one can know the mind of a heart, oh, the heart of a man, but God does. And it's saying here in this text that you can't know the thoughts of a man. Look at each other right now. Look, look. Do you know what's going on in the mind of that person? <laughs> no one. Only God can. But us, we don't. Only, but this, our spirit that's inside us knows what we're thinking, though. And just the same, in the same way, nobody can know what God is thinking. Except the spirit that is inside God. But the verse said, that's the spirit that we've received. The spirit that is from God. Who knows his thoughts. Who knows the depths of God? Other prophets before during the time would share the, the, the plans of their deities, the, the, the gods they worship. They would share it to the king. King, this is what you should be doing. This is your strategy. This is your political plan. And, you know, they do that. But we are not fortune tellers, us believers of Christ. We're not fortune tellers with a crystal ball. Perlas na bilog, kang tutulog You heard that? You saw that? We're not that. We're not those kind of those people. We're not. We're, we're children of God. God describes himself as a father that wants to share with his children. You ask it, you want something, you want to know something, I'll give it to you. You know, like my son, I would be, I would be having my devotion time, and you know how necessary it is to have a quiet time with God. But no matter what I'm doing or what I'm reading, when he comes down those stairs and he comes and snuggles up with me, baba. Close down everything, and I will snuggle with him. God is so accessible to us. Not just his thoughts or his plans for your future. We're not fortune tellers. We're not talking about that. Although sometimes God will reveal something. But he wants to share his heart. He wants to share his thoughts. You think you're so puny. You think the world has brought you down. No, look at my thoughts. The Bible says, my thoughts about you will always be precious. You think you're imperfect? No, no, no. In the womb of your mother, I've been wonderfully and fearfully making you. Wow. That's what the Spirit shares with us. The heartbeat of God. So if you're thinking of something to do, how can I get this? How can I nurture this love relationship? Well, you know how they used to spell love, right? How do you spell love? T-I-M-E. Right? Time. We spend time. Do you have a time with God? One that's unhurried. You know, uh, yes, we read the Bible. I'm pretty sure all of you read the Bible, right? Yeah? You can go like that. Yeah. 
But when was the last time you had unhurried time with God? That you were praying with him for all the things. Yeah, he'll take all our complaints, all our crying out to him. Sometimes even my whining, he can take it. But do we listen to him? Do we listen to what he's saying? And not because, oh, I'm running to my presentation and I need to get work done. No, just enjoying his presence. What the Bible calls waiting on the Lord. It says, those who wait on the Lord will soar like on wings of eagle. Are you tired? Are you pressured? Is your boss or your family or your wife even or your spouse giving you like loads of pressure? Guess what? God's thoughts are always precious. God's thoughts are always uplifting. When he shares it with you, that you can soar like on wings of eagle when we wait on the Lord. Wow. Me, I feel like I'm in a rush to go home and just wait on the Lord, aren't you? Spend time in God's presence. D-I-M-E, nurturing this love relationship with God. Secondly, we're going to be really just quick, two points only. So in Christ, we have every reason to receive God's spirit, but also in Christ, we have every reason to receive his wisdom. Whatever he has planned, the picture of our lives. It confirms, the scripture says, we haven't received the spirit of the world. I'm sure there are things in the world that inspires us, moves us. You know, I've graduated from K-drama, tapos na yung season na I'm finished. But I've on to, moved on to other movies and books that I'm reading. There are many things that can inspire us in this world. And make us go, oh, and comfort us. But there are things that are above this world that can sustain us for eternity. And he's saying, those are from the spirit we receive the Spirit of God. And the things that He has for us, we can understand them. Because they're not words taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit Himself. Yes, you're hearing your pastors. Yes, you're hearing this preaching. This preaching is reaching you at home. But there's a, there's, it's God speaking through us. There's that aspect of it. That source of it. That These are just words that God gives. I am just a conduit. I'm just a channel. And oh, read the Word of God. All the things that God says, what your life in the Spirit is like, the gifts that He has. Oh, there was one time I spoke to this kid, and well, it was a prophetic presbytery. You know, the kind of time where people get to hear a word from God. And there's something that God gives, like a word of knowledge. It's like a, it's, it's a word and information that you wouldn't know unless God gave it to you. And I was talking to this boy, and I was ministering to him, and suddenly God impressed upon me, gave me a picture of him as a musician. So I asked him, are you into the arts? Are you into music? And he said, yes. And I had the picture. I shared it with him. I have a picture of you sort of playing in, an, in a group of musicians. All of you are like playing the violin, and they're behind you there are like lines and rows and rows of violinists. And I feel like the Lord is telling you, don't pressure yourself. Don't try to keep performing for people or trying to satisfy their standard because I'm going to make you the standard. And that boy, I didn't know that boy. I never met him in my life. And he, he started, his, his, his soldiers, shoulders started sagging. What? And his eyes started getting teary-eyed. How do you know that I have a family? I'm, I'm born in a family of musicians. My grandfather was a violinist. My dad was a violinist. And now so am I. And I just don't want to fail them. I had no idea. But God was speaking. God can use us that way. Direct us that way. Not just for, for, for us, but for other people. 
You want to be used by God that way? There's no reason why we can't. In Christ, we can receive God's wisdom. Meron pa hindi lang. Those are giftings that we can study, sure, but they're also fruits. There's, there's joy and peace. You could read Galatians 5 for that. We won't have time for that here, but read it. There's fruit of joy and peace. Joy, while everybody else are losing their jobs, it's like we're all scrambling to, to provide for ourselves. Peace, while everybody's so afraid of getting sick. So afraid of, we, I better not get wounded because I can't go to the hospital. You know, everybody, there's that atmosphere of fear and then they see you. Hey, how are you doing? Kamusta ka? Hey, let's have coffee sometime. They see you. So much at peace. So kind when everybody's out for themselves. They see you. are so gentle when everybody's getting mad and because they're so entitled. We need this. We're entitled to that. They see you who are in the Spirit. With all the fruits of the Spirit that you're bearing in Christ. Wow. They see you, like Pastor Ariel was talking about, healing people, laying their hands on the sick. Yesterday, we had our Victory Weekend, and while we were praying for the sick, one of the participants who was suffering from dengue suddenly started chatting us that his fever started going down just as we were praying. He's been healed. <laughs> wow. Oh, this life in the Spirit is just amazing. But how do we know? How can I be sure? Can I give you this for this last point? How can you be sure? How can we be living in a way that is so undeniable to everybody? You can debate with people, deliberate with people, but when they've been healed, they know there's a God. When they see you at peace and enjoy with all these troubled times, they, know, they ask, what does that person have? What does Jesse have that I don't have? I want that. What kind of God is, is there? I want that for myself. How do we know? How can we be sure? Scripture, if you're talking about prophecy, Scripture is prophecy. Think about it. These are everything that God wanted us to know. Many times, many, many people read this Bible. If you talk to atheists, they, they know the Bible. They probably even read it back and forth, maybe more times than we have. But there are still people who read the Bible and they still consider this a collection of lessons. A manual for life. If I obey everything that's written here, I will have a good life. But every time we open this book, do we realize that this is our God being personal with us, speaking to us through history, through scripture, through eras, through many people. His word has reached us. Scripture is prophecy. I love being prophesied over. I love somebody suddenly coming up to me and saying, you know what, the Lord is saying to you this and that, Carlo. I, I love that. It encourages me. It builds us up. The Bible says it's meant to build us up. But can I be honest with you? Last year was difficult for me. I, I felt like Hezekiah. You know, in the book of, uh, in the, well, if you book, look at Samuel and the Chronicles, you'll know that the, there was a king called Hezekiah who God sort of kept silent with. And the Bible says to, to draw out, to find out what was in the heart of King Hezekiah. And I felt like there was, that was my silent period with God last year, 2020. Can you relate? And I would, re, I would pray to him, Lord, I want to hear a voice. Somebody pray over me. And there was nothing. And I felt like, oh no, there was, there was no more. I wasn't meeting Pastor Ariel regularly. I, want, I was meeting him every day before. And I was like, even his presence was like, woo, I would be washed over. Oh Lord, thank you. 
I'd be meeting you guys, volunteers like Nick and Sheila, and I would, we would serve every week, and I would love it in kids' church, and I'd be pumped up, and suddenly all of that was gone. And you probably have experienced something, lost of something, all, of, all the things you were secure with suddenly all gone. And then one day, I just had a decision or something in my heart that God sparked and said, what if the word was all I had? Wouldn't it be all I need? Scripture is prophecy. God speaking to us. If this was all I had. In fact, if you give this to other people, do you know that the gift of revelation that this brings us? You know, when we open it, we understand and we're, our hearts are humbled and broken. Wow, you're really speaking. Jesus Christ really did all that for me. Oh, his perfect love really drives out all fear. Wow, I can really do all things in Christ who strengthens me. When this speaks to us, that is a very uncommon gift. It is a gift from God. We, we just sort of take it for granted. We open it every time, every Sunday. Hopefully not every Sunday. Hopefully every day we're opening it. But when we do, it's just a book that we open and we need to learn something from. But when we realize that even falling in love with, word, with the Word, with Scripture, knowing that this comes from God, that is something the Spirit gives us. Wow. He speaks to me. In fact, He wants to speak to us right now. He wants to speak to one of you. And I'm going to depart a little bit from the preaching to come to one of you that I feel God has been impressing with me so far, that God wants to speak, okay? Don't be afraid. But I do want to know, though, who, who of you, Sinadita, who of you know me? Who have served with me? Could you raise your hand? You know me? You know me? Okay, you know me? Okay. So I won't go to you. <laughs> Sorry, because I know you guys. I know what you're going through. I won't. Um, but I am, I am going to one of you. And I know those online... Uh, just bear with me, okay? Just bear with me. God wants to speak to us. And maybe this will speak to you as well. But listen in on what God wants to say. Okay? There is, I believe, somebody that the Lord wants to speak to. Very particularly about what you're going through. Or what you've been through. So I want to just do a little bit of protocol here. What's your name? David. 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 Okay. David. David, you, uh, you, you're a follower of Jesus. You believe in Jesus Christ. Or, oh, so don't mean to put it on your spot. Of course, of course, everybody's gonna go to church. Of course, I'm gonna believe. I believe in Christ. But I believe the Lord wants to speak to you today, David. Okay. You don't know me. Uh, I've never met you until today. So uh, I want to keep my distance, and you know. But I, I feel the Lord wants to say something. David, I believe the Lord wants to tell you, I was there. There was never a time where you were forsaken or I left you. Other people did. Ibang tao. The people you thought would never leave you. The people you thought would never hurt you. They may have left you. But I never have. Even from before. Even when you didn't know me, the Lord says. The Lord says unto you, David, I have been thinking about you before, even in the womb of your mom. I've been thinking about you. Even as you were growing up, my mind was on you and I was focused on you. Even through the trials and the suffering. The Lord says, 
nung iniwan ka, the Lord says, when you were hurt, the Lord says, even, even the physical ones, the, the, the pain that people hurt you with, the fight that you were through, that you've gone through, the beatings, the Lord says, I've held your hand. And when they hurt you, when they hit you, I was with you and I was also hurt, the Lord says. Ako din tinamaan. Ganun tayo ka-close, the Lord says. And we will always be that close. This period now, where it feels like it's just you, I'm going to show myself to you, beside you. And I'm going to prove my word to you, the Lord says. Every day of your life, you will see me beside you. And you will, I will show you that you can trust. Every day of your, every detail, I am writing in my book. Father, thank you for David. And I declare, whatever many things that happened to him between you and him, you are going to reinstate the promises. You are going to reinstate, restore him to many of the things that you've declared over him. You've been declared before David that much like your namesake, giant killer, kingdom advancer, territory conqueror, okay? You've been declared that. And you've sort of felt, ano nangyari dun? We reinstate that, Lord. To the Lord, Lord, would you reinstate that? Restore David to all those things that he thought, walana, all those dreams. And would you get glory from him? Would you get honor from him again? In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. David, did that speak to you? Uh, were, there, and were there things there that hindi ko alam, right? Like I said, I, I never would have known this about you. But did you feel like God knows you? God knows anong pinagdaanan mo, what you've gone through? Yeah? Yeah, okay. Wow, wow. Would you give everybody, would you give David a hand? Thank you, David. Yeah, kapit sana kita kaya ng bawal. Pero iba, high five lang yata. Elbow, elbow. Wow, thank you so much. Wow. Just so you know that anybody else can do this, not just pastors. Okay? Do you do you want one more? I I think God wants to demonstrate one more person for one person. Anybody else here who doesn't know me again? Does not know me. Uh, just so to show you, it's not just me. I want to call my wife. And honey, may bull, may ram. We are one flesh. And the spirit is available to any believer. Okay? I think I'm going. I'm just going to pray. Uh, it, it's not just for one person, but I believe it's for a lot of us that the Lord was uh, impressing upon my heart while we were worshiping. Ang hirap, de ba? Ang hirap huminga to sing with the mask and the face shield on. But the Lord is telling us the last year has been like a wilderness for many of us. Some of you have felt very distant, even from God. Even if you had all the time that you could ever have in your hands, many things have become vines. And the Lord wants to tell us, I am the true vine, Jesus says. I am the true vine. I am the true vine. And the Lord just wants to, to speak to us and say, attach, 
abide in me. I am the true vine. And you, you are my branches. And you will bear much fruit effortlessly just because you abide in me, the true vine. And let me pray for you. Lord, I pray, God, would you reveal any false vines that we have attached ourselves to, God? Lord, thank you that even right now, you are gently pruning us. Yes, it hurts. But Lord, may we also remember the vine dresser. You are the father. A father is loving, caring, gentle. And yes, sometimes your love took the form of toughness. Last year, it was painful. But God, thank you that a season of greater fruitfulness is coming upon each and every single life Amen. here and even at home, Woo. Lord. There, I see so much. The, 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 the branches are just bending down wow. because the fruits are so heavy. And the Lord is telling you, my son, my daughter, fruitfulness is about to come your way effortlessly. You will not wow. define what the Woo. fruit is. I will define fruitfulness in your life, in your home, in the private moments you spend on the internet. I will make you fruitful, the Lord is saying. And the Lord is saying, my son and my daughter, abide. Remain. Abide. Remain. I am the true vine. You are the branches. The Father is the vine dresser. Lord, thank you for your word for us. Yes, it's no longer a wilderness for us. We declare, God, it's no longer a wilderness for us. We will not go round and round and round. We will go straight into your loving arms. Be glorified in the fruitfulness that you will cause to happen in our lives. We submit to you. We surrender to you. We are your branches, God. Use us for your glory in Jesus' name. Wow, wow. Did God speak to us? Woo! Hindi, oh. Oops. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, wow. See, anyone can do, can be with God that way. And as, as we end, and as God speaks to us some more, let me just show you. Just to ram home the point. This is my wife's, going back to my wife, her, her favorite this is her life verse. Thinking about hearing from God, getting His Spirit, getting His wisdom, hear, hearing His words, reading His Scripture. Romans 8.32 says, If God did not withhold, He didn't spare His own Son, but gave Him up us for us all, how will He not also with Him graciously give us all things? Lord, where are you? Lord, why don't you speak to me? Lord, don't you love me? Look at the cross. Lord, what's my worth? Ganto lang ako, ichipuero lang ako. No, no, Look at the value that was given up for you. And look what he's willing to give. We always look at his hands. Lord, do this for me. Do that for me. Promote me. Provide. Protect. But he also wants to share his heart. That's how intimate, that's how close he wants to be with us. So, one final thing. As I ask you to bow your heads, close your eyes. I want to pray scripture over you. Whatever you're going through, whatever deep depression or pit or loss or pain or brokenness or shatteredness, maybe all your old childhood traumas are coming out because of the isolation or whatever, just fatigue that you've experienced, we say no. 
no to all these things, maybe bitterness that may have taken root, maybe sin or strongholds that just won't go away. We say no. In all these things, we'll continue scripture, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, for we are sure. Tell that to yourself. I am sure. I am sure that neither death nor life. No, why don't you do this before we pray? Why don't you open your eyes? Why don't you read that scripture with me right now? Read it with me. For I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers, shout it out, nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now why don't we praise God for that? Woo! Nothing will separate us. Nothing. So I declare this over you right now. Right now. Now you can bow your heads and close your eyes. Any stronghold there, the Bible says we, we have divine weapons, weapons of divine nature to destroy strongholds. Lord, I, I, I declare this over the addictions and perhaps even abuses that we felt they will not take root in the name of Jesus. Would you bind up the brokenhearted now in Jesus' name? Would you free the prisoners now in Jesus' name? I declare healing and deliverance among your people right now. All for your honor and glory. Whatever that is, even, this, even poverty, even, even performance, anxiety, any kind of stress, Lord, your perfect love drives out all fear. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Wow. A sober moment, can, we, can I share this with you? Do you feel God has spoken to you today? Yeah? I see your nodding heads. Maybe at home I feel the nodding heads. In Christ, God has shares His Spirit with us. Do you think that's just for us? Do you think that's ganun lang yun na pang comfort lang, pang pabuti, just to make our lives easier? Or is it immeasurably more than what we can imagine or even ask for? Because you know what? It doesn't stop with us. You want to hear from God more? I've never felt more in tune with God than when I'm going on a mission trip. When I'm going on a mission, when I'm ministering to kids, when I'm sharing the gospel, when I'm doing one-to-one, whatever, when you overflow, wow. Because that's why He shares His Spirit. In Christ, God shares His Spirit with us so we can share His love to the world. And right now, I want to give that invitation to the world. Maybe you're even here in this room right now or you're out there and you've accidentally clicked on the link. But I want to give you the opportunity. If you felt this is not just something I'm listening to. I feel something in my heart that God wants to start. So Lord, the Bible also says that the weapons you've given us can destroy every argument against the grace of Jesus Christ. And you don't have to earn anything. You don't have to work for it or hide or fear or be ashamed. But if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and live this life in the Spirit, just pray this very simple prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross to forgive my sins and rising again so that you and I can be together forever. You are my Lord and my Savior. This I pray in Jesus' name.
Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Feel free to share this message with your friends too. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.victorialamang.church.